I'm Mike Brady, and this is the PowerCast. What makes an effective electrical preventative maintenance program? This is the title of Chapter 5 of the NFPA 70B, which is the Recommended Practice for Electrical Equipment Maintenance. We're going to talk about Chapter 5 today in the PowerCast. I'm Mike Brady from CCPS, and we're a company that focuses on helping facilities keep their important things powered. We do that by focusing on your electrical safety, electrical reliability, and the financial impact that the electrical system has on your operations. Let's get started on Chapter 5, shall we? All right, so there's essentially seven components of the NFPA 70B outlined in Chapter 5 that make up an effective program. They are as follows. I'll read them out, and then we'll uh, just dive into each and every single one of them, okay? Number one, responsible and qualified personnel. Number two, regularly scheduled inspections, testing, and servicing of equipment. Number three, survey and analysis of electrical equipment and systems to determine maintenance requirements and priorities. Number four, programmed routine inspections and suitable tests. Number five, accurate analysis of inspection and test reports so that proper corrective measures can be prescribed. Number six, performance of any necessary work. And number seven, concise but complete records. All right, so those are the seven things that make up an effective equipment maintenance program. Uh, Let's talk about number one in detail real quick. Uh, Responsible and qualified personnel. Okay, so what does that mean, right? It means who's in charge of your program? Uh, There needs to be somebody that's clearly stated as the champion of the program, and they need to be qualified, meaning they need to have knowledge um, uh, and training in order to lead that effort, right? So um, make sure that the person that is heading up that, that program for that maintenance is somebody who's qualified and who's somebody that is clearly stated as the champion leading the effort. Okay, so uh, number two, regularly scheduled inspections, testing, and servicing of equipment. Is there a set schedule for each electrical asset, right? Your breakers, your transformers, your motor controls. I mean, everything needs to have uh, regularly scheduled inspection, testing, and servicing of the equipment. Uh, There needs to be, it needs to include all three of those things, right? Some facilities make the mistake of only doing inspections and then uh, they disregard the other two items and, you know, that ends up being a a costly uh, move on their part. So uh, regularly scheduled inspections, testing and servicing of equipment is number two. Number three, survey and analysis of electrical equipment and systems to determine maintenance requirements and priorities. In order to build a schedule for the inspections, testing, and maintenance, you need to conduct an analysis and survey of each electrical asset. What is it for, right? What does that breaker feed? Is it feeding a a critical load somewhere? Is it just feeding, um, you know, uh, a couple spare outlets in in a closet? You know, what, what is that for? Uh, where is it located? Okay, is the is the breaker, is the transformer, is it located in an environment that's hot or cold or dusty? Is it outside? Um, how old is it? Okay, has this thing been installed and on site for 54 years? Is it uh, is it brand new? You know that that plays into um, you know the analysis that you have to do on each and every piece of equipment. Um, the history. Okay, has that piece of equipment broken before? Is it consistently overloaded? Is it, you know, is it really uh, worked hard? 
has it been maintained regularly? Is there is there a uh, history for this piece of equipment that you can go back to and say, okay, I, I know that we've done the checks on this and the tests and the inspections on this regularly for the, the entire time that it's been installed. Um, so those four things kind of help you survey and, and, and analyze the electrical equipment in order to determine that maintenance requirement and priority. Uh, number four, programmed routine inspections and suitable tests. Does the equipment need to be looked at by someone on staff daily or weekly or monthly, you know, outside of the regularly scheduled maintenance? Um, so, you know, is, the, is it on somebody's weekly checklist to go by that transfer switch to make sure that it's transferred um, or the generator that it's, uh, that it's you know, exercised weekly? Um, so programmed routine inspections and suitable tests. Number five, accurate analysis of inspection and test reports so that proper corrective measures can be prescribed. Does your team and the program leader take the time to analyze the results and reports from testing, inspections, and maintenance? By doing this, you're able to minimize any potential risks by acting quickly on items that need attention, right? This takes the element of surprise out of the process, okay? So let's get these reports back from the testing, from the inspections, and let's analyze them and make sure that we're catching anything that needs our attention right away. Uh, and then the next step, obviously, number six, is performance of any necessary work. Okay, are you relying on the appropriate parties to do all the necessary work, specialized trades that are experts with the equipment they're working on? Um, you know, the report comes back. There's a breaker that... Uh, is uh, showing a little um, little heat spot on the infrared report. So um, are you having um, somebody that's qualified and that knows how to work inside electrical panels and troubleshoot breakers? Are they doing that work for you? Um, you know, performing that necessary work that needs to get done when you get these reports and inspections back. Um, and then number seven, concise but complete records, right? Concise but complete records. I can't specify that enough can't stress the importance of this enough. I've seen time and time again facilities that have not kept accurate records in a safe, consolidated spot where they can easily recall it if necessary, right? Why do they need to recall it? Well, typically for planning, for audits, accident investigations, heaven forbid, or even in some cases, you know, insurance requirements. Insurance companies might require you to see, uh, require you to, to show them your, your, um, your inspections and, and your maintenance records of your electrical equipment. So anyways, that's the, that's the seventh and the last one. Uh, so now that you know the importance of the effective maintenance program, you're probably wondering what needs to have a program, right? Well, which assets do you put the program together for? The NFPA 70B also outlines that in Chapter 5 as well. I won't spend too much time on it. We're going to wrap up here shortly. Uh, section 5.5.3 states, All electrical equipment, such as motors, transformers, circuit breakers, and controls, should receive a thorough inspection and evaluation to permit the EPM supervisor to make a qualified judgment as to how, where, and when each piece of equipment should fit into the program. So what does that mean? It means, you know, everything needs to be inspected. Everything needs to be gone through to make the determination uh, what type of program that piece of equipment needs to have with it. Closing thoughts here. Section 5.5.5 stresses environmental or operating conditions of a specific installation should be considered and might dictate a different frequency of maintenance. So what does that mean? It means that no two assets are alike, right? Create a specific plan for each and every asset. Okay, let me repeat that. 
environmental or operating conditions of a specific installation should be considered and might dictate a different frequency of maintenance. Okay, your transformer that's sitting out in the sun in 120 degree weather in a dirt parking lot is going to have a different maintenance program than a transformer that's in a clean room um, that is never exposed to any elements, right? Except for cold air. So those are two different environments that, that the same piece, uh, same type of equipment is sitting in, but two completely different environments. So you're naturally going to have uh, probably more inspections on the one that's in the worst environment. Um, and, and then also take into account, you know, what, what's it, what's it part of, right? What, what's the load on it? Uh, is it, is it part of a hospital environment? Is it part of a manufacturing environment? No two assets are alike. Remember that create a specific plan for each and every item. The NFPA has put together all of these guidelines in an effort to keep people safe and first and foremost, and also give you the best chance possible of running a successful facility. It's important for you to do your homework and understand everything that goes into your effective electrical preventative maintenance program. If you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at mike at ccpspower.com or find me at LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash IN slash Critical Power Pro, or you can even send me an audio message here on the Anchor app where we host the PowerCast each and every single day. Hey, I'm Mike Brady. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again. Thanks for listening to the PowerCast by CCPS. I'm Mike Brady.